raise their banner <laughs> and Drew Locke beats Philly pew, 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 pew. all on a Donovan Mitchell trading Danny and Jeff master debating Taco Tuesday Decision Think she's got it going, bossing over. No way. No way. <laughs> no <laughs> way. What is this garbage? Uh, no, no, never. Okay. One more. What's the question? What's the question? What's the question? Littering and. <laughs> uh, you're damn right I did. <laughs> Who's going to do it? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? You can't handle the truth. You want me on that line. You need me on that (laughs) sideline. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Russ can't handle it. Okay. Um, Was Russ squawking about kicking field goals? Talk about it. Parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Weinberg. Damn. That is something. Wow. It's still. I'm still wondering though. Why did they kick a field goal there? That was a weird game. I think that's what Russ was wondering. From start to finish. Is that what Russ was wondering? It, it sucked because of how outclassed they were by the Lions and like their speed and all that. I don't know. Maybe the NFC is just on a whole other level than the AFC. But I was, you know, saying, well, the Broncos, the gap between them and the Bills and the Chiefs and all that kind of stuff. I think you just got the Bills and the Chiefs at probably the right time. When you're playing your version, the Broncos version of their best ball. And that was those teams' versions of their worst ball. So, you know, in the end, the Broncos, you know, reeled off a bunch of wins, got themselves back in the discussion. They could win three here in a row and be 10-7, and seven, and we'll be saying they're as dangerous as anybody in the playoffs. Uh, but at the feeling right now, it's kind of a dip, a little bit of a dip, baby dip, you know? A little Let's bit, ride. Something like that. What a roller coaster. Let's yeah, ride a little bit of like a down... Got a little downer feeling right now, something like that. And it's not just the COVID that Is Alex the ride gave over? Us. Yeah. Shoot. Wish to you, hate you to see guys, it. I thought you said it was a hoax last week, so it's not even a thing. Sure now doesn't it's a feel thing. like a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> you learned the hard way. Damn. <laughs> After round and found out. Uh, I just shouldn't have went to that Christmas party, and then my whole family wouldn't have COVID because yeah, of that. I'm glad. Was everyone making out at the Mile High Sports Christmas party? I'm glad that I didn't go. I saw at least three Beckers making out with each other that <laughs> night. Kim, Alex, and Wayne Becker, too. <laughs> Who's Wayne Becker? Dad. Oh, your dad was there? No. Oh. Oh. That's what I said. That was was, your sis- was your sister in town? No. Well, what I about mean, yeah. Cousin Vin. 
Easy. Sorry. She lives here. <laughs> She's always in town. Becker was, yeah. No, I blame everything on Becker. No, we had uh, a good fun. You should have came. Yeah, that's my bad. Well, anyway. Uh, 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. It's both at the, the same, same time. time. Uh, join the conversation. Lots of stuff to talk about. Lots of stuff to discuss. 98.1 FM. That's an option. 107.5 HD3. Most of the time, that's an option for you. Most of the time, that's a nice one. You can stream us or watch us at uh, milehighsports.com. Our app, Twitter, Twitch, all that. But our app, it's tight. Oh, yeah. Easy peasy. Like a toyga. If you got one of them high-tech vehicles now, too, you can just get in and, like, it'll play it for you. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'll be like, Kyle was on the show on Friday. That's right. Um... Nuggets with a nice victory last night. Jokic finish it, finishes with eight points. But the Nuggets were in total control of that game from start to finish. Um, you know, they put they double-team Jokic kind of every single time. That's kind of what they do, and they got to try to make these other guys beat them. They don't think, you know, hoping Michael Porter Jr. Some of these guys have one of those weird nights. Nah, the Nuggets. Michael uh, Jr. Porter. They got a click in last night, and it was a nice victory against the team. Are the, were the Dallas number one in the West, or did somebody else? Three Minnesota, okay. OKC, and then we're ahead of Dallas. Yeah, now. okay. So Dallas, you know, about Dallas. two weeks ago, whatever it was. Yeah, of course, we're barely into the season. Was you know sitting at the top of the standings, and it'll probably shuffle a few more times. But I'd like to get up back up to the top and then not let that thing go. And I think the Nuggets will do that. Is, uh, that, is that the way to beat the Nuggets? I mean, obviously, it didn't work. No, there's no way to beat the Nuggets. You try things and hope it sticks. Well, the Thunder beat them on that buzzer beater. That was kind of sneaky. Maybe right? Hachimura was like the answer. <laughs> Rockets, Clippers, yeah. and Kings. There was that stretch in there. Um, I mean, garbage. Once I you get to it. the playoffs, though, and you got eight guys, nine guys deep, then it becomes a little tougher to beat the Nuggets, right? I mean, the or- Nuggets haven't clicked yet on all cylinders at any point, and this probably haven't even gotten to fourth gear yet. If there's five gears, say there's five gears and the Nuggets have not, they've been in third gear, have touched fourth gear a little bit this season. No, there's no cohesion yet with Jamal and it's, you know, the young guys and you're without. You were once a great coach. You're without Bruce Brown and Jeff Green. Yeah, I was once a, once a great coach. Basketball coach. Um, well, if Winning you had percentage, to the winningest coach in the history of all souls, winning percentage-wise. I'm the winningest coach in the history of I'm all souls. I'm surprised Sue Vol- only lost a couple few games ever. I'm but- surprised Sue didn't put something in the in the rafters for you. Me too. Ah, well. Maybe, maybe the year. name the sport court after me. Do you think, I mean, you're the coach, right? You're trying to stop Jokic in a seven game. Do you give him 40 or do you try and hold him to eight, like what happened last night? Like, I think I try to get him to 40 because... Once he gets going, the team, you know, like anybody gets going, you defer to him a little bit. These guys can't be deferring. They need to feed off of Jokic for themselves to get going. So if they're waiting for Jokic just to carry them, when he stops carrying, if he doesn't go for 50, then um, a team's going to have a chance to, you know, well, Jokic is going to get his, but everyone else is shooting, you know, 30% from the floor. And uh, everyone else collectively is, you know, two for 12 or two for 14 from three. And I guess, I guess. No, I guess we'll never know. know. But yeah, you know, I would say that'd be the way to do it because last night was not the way to do it at all because they could even be better than that. If, you know, Jokic was a little bit more hungry for his own, they could have went, you know, that's his friend out there. They ain't trying to beat those guys by 30 or 40, but last night they maybe they could have, but. You know, look at those NBA basketball players in uh, our guy Nikola are, are very tight. So. Well, Luca went the opposite way. He went for 38 and his team lost by 30. 
right? Jokic I, went for eight, and his team won by 30. The other thing that's that's interesting is you kept Jokic to single digits, but then seven other dudes got clicking in the double digits. They had it going last night. Everyone was everyone was eating last night. The bench. Bench. Best game of the year for them. 62 points from the bench. Season high. So, man, the, the strides Watson and Strother have made, I think, the last month have been huge. Well, and this Reggie Jackson, <laughs> Watson, like, a lot of things. I'm kind of waiting for this Reggie Jackson thing to fall oh, off the edge. And S- no, six, every time I about, he's yeah, a six man, six of, the man year, of the year, bro. <laughs> every time I tune back six in, he's, yeah, he's, he's a already six man clicked of the year, ten bro, points yeah. by halftime. No, no, like, yeah, efficient he, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this guy's and kind of a dog. Kind of got a little bit of that yeah. Bruce Bruce Brown in him. Kind of got a little <laughs> bit of that, and he can handle the ball of my Bruce Brown too. So that's another another thing. Oh, one thirty one oh four. I didn't realize they stretched it like that. Nice. Did you see that Halliburton versus um, Anthony Edwards game? I did not. Oh, Anthony Edwards had like 37 the other night. It was over the weekend. I was going to text you. What Halley do? Uh, Triple-double again? I think he's got a... It started with a D. Was it a double-double? No, it started with uh-huh. a D. And then the N... Oh, uh, DNP. He didn't even play. Oh. I think he's banged up. Oh. You know? Speaking of banged up, Anthony Edwards. Gee. Jeez. 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 Hey, we were just spraying shoot. perfume on you the other day, yeah, brother. He had a sweet, uh, sweet shot block last night. We're not talking about like, his on-the-court game. Oh, I, we I, talk I'm well about aware. his off-the-court yeah, game. And everyone's like, he, he aborted that shot. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's Whoa. okay. Too soon? Stronger than I thought Alex would go. Yeah, definitely a little stronger than I thought. Uh, Good morning, snowflakes. That's some baby mama drama. You got to go outside the show for that. That reminds me, did the Rockies sign Trevor Bauer yet? Hey, send a pick. Send a pick. That's the send a pick. That's the line. He's telling her. Sent you that 100,000. I sent you that. I need you to send me that pick. Honey B. What it do, baby? Yeah. Man, that must be rough. We're just married to you like see who wives. He fumbled that ball with, though. He's got kids. Right? Tenderone, and now he's with uh, Chief Keith Sex. Mm. Hate to see it. Is that that's Chuck Nasty's buddy, Keith? Oh, uh, y'all just all them Jags? Oh, yeah, them Bronx? <laughs> Can you give me some Keith? You got a little Keith out there? I'll give some information. Oh, you find we us some Keith. Keith. I know. Okay, oh, give me some wait. Keith. Uh, what else here? We got a lot of stuff. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD. We can set up a break here after this Keith stuff. Um, we got a good one. I mean, that Lakers banner thing is just so funny, and they put, like, a little one in the corner, you know, 2023, because, like, they're planning on winning this thing all the time, you know? Yeah. And uh, the Drew Locke stuff last night was... You know, I'm kind of happy for Drew Locke. He gave some real honest stuff after. I'm sure Alex has that as well. We'll find that, you know, we can play that post-game stuff from Drew Locke where he's, like, as honest as you'll ever hear a guy ever. And, you know. You see Mendenhall? Yeah. And then we'll talk about the Mendenhall as well. Drew Locke, though, I mean, that's, you know, how did that make you feel? Uh, Weird. You got a heart, don't you? Yeah, I do. It made me feel, like, sad for him, sad for me over, like, thinking, not liking him. Um, Were you more sad that you liked him or that you didn't like him? I never liked him ever at any point. Did I really like him? For five minutes, Colin Cowherd might have talked me into some nonsense, like he's going to be an MVP candidate stuff, and I got all excited about, you know, right about hope, like nothing tangible, nothing physical, well, Colin, nothing that's really ever When Colin had those, like, blonde frosted tips, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, I'll believe anything you say, Zach Morris. So, um, I just think that, you know, it was cool for Drew Locke. Um, he's a unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. I hope the Broncos take a look at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a fun guy. No, no, he's Keith. a good, 
you know, he's proved himself to be probably a really good career backup guy and come in and help you win a game and play for a couple of weeks. That's who he is. I would kill to have that's, Drew Locke. And that's hard to beat, too, because... In what, purple. So there's um, 30 yeah. NFL teams? 32 NFL teams? 32. Say there's 20 quality NFL starters in the world, okay? So then there's 12 more starters to fill out a roster that's 32. And then every team's got to have at least one backup quarterback. That's 64. 64 and good. then we'll say... 10 other teams will carry a third quarterback. And there'll be 12 injuries. So that's 74. Then say there's 25 more quarterbacks on scout teams on roster, on you know, scout rosters. That's basically 100 on the dot guys on the whole world worth, um, worth in the whole world, worth doing that job. There's only one Mbappe and uh, Messi and those guys, but there's hundreds and thousands of really good soccer players around the world that fill out all these professional Bundesliga rosters. Really nice. Thank you. And, you know, MLS rosters and stuff. But quarterback position is unique and special and rare. And um, that's what it is, man. Well, Drew Locke and, is one of the hundred. And, he's and when working. you got a Josh Dobbs or when you got a uh, when you're stuck with a Dobbs is a one of the hundred. He's no. in. Yeah, I know he is, he's but in. he isn't. He is. No, he's in one of the hundred. Sure, I guess. But Astronaut. it goes to show you how much you'd rather just have like a top fifteen guy. And, well, and when you're everyone in, would like <laughs> to have a top fifteen guy. And when you're in I'd that, like to have a million bucks. Right, but fifteen to thirty, there's a, a drop off. Pianist. Yeah. Like a small pianist just that could sit on my shoulder and play. Instead, I gotta settle for this other giant thing and be happy with it. Yeah, but a couple more inches would be cool. Damn. I understood everything you said. Yeah. Someone hire this guy. But I'm from the Get deep south as well. South Denver. Reckon, yeah. Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Is that they talk how they talk in the hood in the south? You're funny today. Yeah. Uh yeah, we talk a little bit like that over the Garfield Park and the project at Westwood Project and stuff. They're like, is it pronounced Kitzmuller? How do you pronounce that? Kit- Kitzmuller? <laughs> it's Kuntzmuller and <laughs> Kepner. You're mixing the two up. Um, okay, let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Hotline as well as the text line. No champagne, nothing. We don't got nothing. Dang, I'm the worst. No, it's not your fault. It I really just mean is. like imagine if it was just over there mm. sitting there and we'd just be like, I get a drink of that. <laughs> um, you didn't get no Vietnamese coffee or nothing either. That Cardi B and Offset stuff too. Uh oh, she emptied the bank accounts because she's about saving and investing. And he's about spending. So if he don't really got nothing, she had to empty those drain those accounts. Oh. My yeah. wife is always about saving when it comes time for me to be spending. Yes, but then I noticed when it comes time for her to be spending, she's Lunch not really date, into saving. Specials, yeah, it's a weird deal. I yeah, get it. no, I, I wish I had more of that in me. Wow. On my account. <laughs> it's tough out there, man. Uh, Alex, just say no to China. Yeah. Well, at least wait till you're 40 to get married. Right. Maybe 45 or 50. Because I'm 40 that's a now. Little, that's a little old. Well, at that point, then you go. I might just say no. Well, at that, point you're, just, no, at at that, that point, point, you're just getting married to go to trips to Cancun together and stuff. And have dogs. You're cool. It's cool. I'm not drunk, I'm cool. 
do one of those, and then we'll go to break. 303-831-1340, hotline, as well as the text line. Danny Williams, Jeff Yo, Gersh, cool. and Alex Becker. It's My Life Sports. Team Mike would be on. What team's on Mike on? Dan Sammy Sosa's team? Uh, shoot, Michael's something special. Did you did you see the minute? Did you just like one of the things you never want to get caught doing is reading the comments? You know, because it takes takes I, your brain away. But man, sometimes I, it's fun to get deep down into those comments and, and watch, you, it, watch a fool just get lit. Let me tell you a crazy story about Michael Prince and James Brown that I heard. Okay. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, Prince, and James Brown. James Brown was like at the peak, kind of going out of his game. Michael's at the very beginning, a superstar of superstardom. And Prince is a ascending star too. <laughs> James Brown was having a big, you can go watch this. James Brown's like having a big, uh, you know, celebration thing about him. Michael's in the crowd. All these people, uh, celebrities are in the crowd. He calls Michael out of the crowd, comes up. Michael does a couple little moves, gets on the mic, does a little something for a second, right? And James is just loving it. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get you wet. That boy good. That boy real good. Um, so Michael tells James, Michael knows Prince is there, and he knows that Prince is high as a kite. <laughs> he is, okay? He is. Awesome. And Mike don't touch that, right? And Mike don't mess with that. And he knew if Prince was flying high that night. He can't touch so, Coke. So he <laughs> can't touch Coke. <laughs> uh, he, so he tells James, you could see him. Hey, James. <laughs> Invite Prince up on the stage to jam a little bit with us. He won't be a meanie today. Because he's always been a meanie. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls Prince up. Prince ain't going to tell no to James. So Prince comes up and like gets on the guitar and kind of does a thing like that, but kind of, I guess, is acting weird, makes a fool out of himself a little bit, embarrasses himself. You don't and, talk about my Prince that way. And um, that was one of the... You're Starts of the great rivalry. I think like Prince tried to get at Michael that night. I don't mean kiss him. I mean try to fight him, like punch him in his belly button. Prince is like this He's tall. He's just a widow guy. Yeah, that's the story. That's I'll take it. And most of that story is true. About ninety three or four percent of that story is accurate. Did Will I am tell you that one like directly, or did you get that through the Will I am? I got that from the Graham, Graham, Norton. The Graham Norton show. <laughs> okay, where were we? Sports. Uh, the best stuff. Such as, um, do we got to go more further on the Drew Lock stuff? Do we talk about, like, are the Eagles, is there a problem? Oh, no. Is that just like, hey, um, the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, they win those type of games. That was, you know, desperation had to win it to stay in the playoff race. The Eagles are comfortably, you know, sitting in a playoff spot. You know, definitely haven't won their division yet, but they'll work that out, you know, down the stretch with the Cowboys. 
kind of Patricia stuff is kind of interesting to me. I think it's very, you know, you could take a guy who's, you know, consultant or whatever he's doing and make him the defensive coordinator, let him call the shots. For one, you know, how does the rest of the staff feel about that? And then he makes a tough decision or two last night that may or may not have cost them a game in a close game. We right might out. we might have seen something like that too, right up in Boulder, Colorado, when when Coach Prime did the Shermer thing and just kind of like brought in a consultant, gave him a coaching position, you know, and we're all supposed to act like that's ah, no big deal, just looking out for the squad, but. Deep down, there's going to be a ripple effect, whether you like it or not, and there's unintended consequences for all decisions. Man, this Matt Patricia thing kind of reminds me of how it didn't really go well for the Fritz Shermer's kid, Pat. Remember, Fritz was a good coach. Fritz Shermer's like a legendary coach. Pat, what do you think, Alex? So the guy who got demoted was Sean Desai, right? He was the who. That's who the Broncos were going after. Yeah, for people were looking to hire him. Right. I mean, they settled with Vance Joseph, but. Um, interesting. I'm glad they got Patricia on the right side of the ball. Remember, they had him calling plays for the Patriots last year on offense. Yeah, terrible decision. He's on the right side of the football. Um, are you are you guys concerned about the Eagles who have now lost three in a row? Uh, we, we, yeah. you have to be. Uh, but even the games they were winning, they shoot. do it with this weird little tush push, right? The brotherly brotherly love shove. And I feel above. like they'll figure it out. I still feel like I th- I feel like they're in the middle of this. Era of elite era. I feel like that. I feel like they're in the middle of it right now. And what you got to do when you have, you know, all these kind of stars aligned for yourself is cash in with a championship. Not everybody can do that. Um, they're in the midst of trying to do that right now. This was a drastic move. You're thinking like, well, geez, why you like they've had this guy's been good. You know, what's the problem here? And they're having some success. It's not all his fault. He's an easy target. No, it's like you're desperate now to win because you're so close to it. And it's like as you're reaching towards it, you got people, everyone else, the football world is all holding you back, physically, literally holding you back. How do you reach the mountaintop? It's like when Buzz Lightyear, pew, 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 pew. It's like he's down. He fell out of the window. And what he's reaching, and then there's like, there's not enough. And then they got that stretchy dog to stretch him further. And then they yeah. have the monkeys, the barrel of monkeys. We're all on the monkeys. You know the dinosaur? You know the scary dinosaur? Rex. Yeah, Rex. And they're just tr- barely mm. out, of, yeah, out of reach. Because if you fall into Sid's yard, Ooh, it's good. over with. That's You're like done. hitting a ball into Hercules. Yeah. You're getting lit on fire. Yeah. Blown apart. He tortures toys for fun. Slinky, that was the dog's name, right? Yeah, Slinky. Nice. Yeah. I like Mr. Potato Head because he's like a jerk, you know? He never tripped, yeah, you know? smart ass for sure. Well, he's like, he, he, yeah. Is that- he, there's only Mr. Potato Head in part one. Mrs. Potato Head comes in part two. Really? Yeah. And it's... Um, Is she off him or what happened no, to Mr. No, no. Potato Head? No, he's, they're both there. Oh. But like in part one, he's like, when it's like the big thing about part one is Andy's party. And like, you know, they have recon down there. That's okay. It's, it's all good. There's no... And then there's one more present. It's Buzz Lightyear, you know? But um, he was hoping for Mrs. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head. Careful what you wish for. You just might get a Mrs. <laughs> Potato Head in the second That's episode. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, and then, then guess what you're going to have after that? Like Cardi B's setting up. Well, because there's... You're bo- going to have a savings account. Listen, there's Bo Peep. There's the Barbies and all that kind of stuff. I would just try to keep it loose if I'm Mr. Potato Head. The way it works, Don't get Mrs. myself tied Potato down. Head, I got a checking account. Or fried down. And then I got a savings account. Oh, nice. Fried down. <laughs> yeah. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Those Toy Story movies are just special. Cars or Toy Stories right now? Toy Story. But oh, Toy Story. Cars, 
Gio's obsessed with cars right now. And I just bought him a bunch of car stuff for Christmas. And JJ's first ever cartoon he ever loved was Cars. And it wasn't even like at the peak. It was like, you know, Cars had been out. And we just kind of fell in love with Cars. So we have like, you know, he's got like a dozen like little Lightning McQueens and stuff like that. So I got him getting him the Mac, the truck. Toy Story or? I ain't, a, I ain't a Peter. I ain't a Mac. I'm a Peterbilt. There you go. Yeah. Mac! <laughs> Mac! Mac! I ain't no Mac. I'm a Peterbilt. Turn your headlight on, you. Headlights on, you idiot. <laughs> he doesn't have no headlights. They're okay, sticking. so where are you taking the Toy Story movies or the Frozen movies? I know you love those Frozen oh, movies. Oh, I'll take the Toy Stories because I really? think the Frozens are slightly overrated, but when you have billions of dollars worth of, um, what is it? It's uh, where they try to brainwash you. Ah, yeah. Then you have no choice but to conceal. conceal don't, don't feel. feel. Yeah. Ah, imagine us with champagne. <laughs> imagine us with uh, help. <laughs> Not you, Alex. You're great. Uh, what else? Um, yeah. What about you, Alex? For for a modern movies? cartoon, maybe Pixar Generation cart. What's oh. the greatest Pixar Generation cartoon? Great question. Toy Story's got to be it's up gotta there. Be. It's All gotta of be. It's gotta be so good. That's yeah. Damn, I love them. Now the third one was it fell off. So the but. last full one, part four, right? Yeah. Didn't Woody stays with Bo Peep and like uh, and travels like the carnival tour and lets them all go back home with Bonnie, like the new kid. <laughs> I swear, I, the other we're watching, I've seen it like 50 times. I was sitting, we we're watching it a couple days ago at the end. I might have cried <laughs> when he says, hugs Buzz Lightyear and tells Woody and Buzz like goodbye. And then he turns back and Bo Peep's like, what? You're staying with me? Because, you know, it's wild. Mm. Bo Peep's worth it, though. Especially in part four, when she's kind of like a modern woman, tougher, modern. <laughs> <laughs> and that's celebrity, celebrity Toy Story Toy review. Yeah. I don't know. How Toy Story is the highest rated. Yep, out oh. of all the the Pixar's. Hey. Oh, thank you. Ah. Followed by hold on, hold on. To- mix them up and give us the Pixar movies. And then I'll tell you which been the most successful or the rated highest. Okay. In uh, no particular order. Okay. Okay. Finding Nemo. Okay. Mm. Um, Up. Okay. Great film. Inside Out. Yeah. Love that one. Yeah. Uh, Luca. Okay. What about Elements? The Incredibles. Ooh. Ooh, there's two Mon- of those. Monsters, Inc. Ratatouille. Damn. Wally. <laughs> Wally. Bugs Life. Uh, I'll give you a couple more. Uh, car, cars. <laughs> and wait, wait. Uh, Bugs Life, and then what? Uh, cars. Yep. And we'll do. Uh, let's see. Uh, fine or no? Turning red. Some of these new ones I've never. Is even elements heard of. on that? Elemental. Yes. Elemental. Yeah. Yeah. Elemental. Just came out. It's kind really of a, good. Kind of. It's all right. Flop in the theaters. Uh, guys. Well. Whoops. Okay, um, here's the highest go rated. Go woke, go broke, Williams. The highest rated of all time was Toy Story. Uh, uh, yeah, second... Toy Story 2 was number one, and then Toy Story 1 was two. Okay, uh, followed by... That would be, for me, followed by Incredibles. That one's a little further down. That one is Damn. nine, number oh, nine. Oh, Ratatouille's the next one. Sorry. No, not Ratatouille. Oh, it's really good. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Uh, Ratatouille is... Then that, it's got to be Cars. It's Nemo or Cars. Cars is 23. What the... Finding Nemo is number three. 
Yeah, number three. Is this based on what? Rotten Tomatoes or something? Or based on... Ellen's, uh, Ellen's a crit- satan- yeah. Satanist, yeah, critics, though. Critics. Um, a little bit. The tomato meter is what they're rating it by. Rotten? Rotten Tomatoes. They have a tomato meter. Oh, well, is this Wally's public? good. <laughs> up is kind of sad. Up is good. Up in the top five. I'm going to say Up I, is I don't in the know. top five. I don't know if Up's... Up is six. Oh. <laughs> if you're a little kid, you don't love Up. You're like Geo. You're not. I know, but little kids don't spend money or Ooh, like good one. They don't fill out questionnaires. What about Monsters Inc.? I never cared. That, for that those. one's further down. That one's great. That's Sully. 11. Eh. That's way know. better than Monsters University. It's like Sully's a jerk, and then the other guy's a crybaby little crybaby guy. Mike Wazowski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Um, Luke is not very good. Luke is great. As compared to these others. Oh, you're an Italian. You should love Luca the most of all because I like the mean guy. I like the mean guy in the Vespa. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. he's, sweet. he's a bad. He's uh, a he's a Elemental Guido is twenty fourth. What? Elemental twenty yeah. fourth. Barely. It was twenty fourth last weekend. I don't. Doesn't make sense really. The movie. I don't get it. <laughs> it's like water, fire, coming together as a couple. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? All right. What What are we doing here? It's like it's like so weird. The guy's like swimming against the girls. And Everyone stuff. in Buzz Lightyear's gay. The real Buzz Lightyear movie, right? Hey, it's like, yeah. Uh, well, how good, good luck could, with that. How good could that have been? The real Buzz Lightyear <laughs> could have done something real special. Like a little dark, not darker, but like a little more. You know, here's the legend of Buzz Lightyear. Right, a little dark night. Damn, that is dark and ominous. I guess we should go to break probably 303831. Oh, you want dark and ominous? It's the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Let me ask you this before we go to break. You can think about it. Is there any way, shape, or form that Donovan Mitchell would make sense on this Nuggets team? Don't answer. Just think about it. And we'll talk about it on. The other side. It's Molly Sports. Open up the limit. Past the point of no return. Reach the top, but still you gotta learn how to keep it. Hit the wheel and double the stakes. Throttle wide open like a bat out of hell. You crash the gate. You ever heard like Scotty Hastings try and sing, but he's like in his house, you know, he's like at home and everyone else is like in studio and he's like breathing and like, you know, trying to do it. Yeah. But he's always like two seconds behind. It's incredible. (laughs) Now that's a tough scene. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to see it. It's good. But those guys are. Why does he even do radio still? Yeah, I, I don't know. And he's like, you know, I mean, he's like traveling with the team. So he's in a hotel room, but he wants to, you know, give it that Danny Williams little, you know, piece of flair. And uh, but he's two seconds behind to begin with. And then there's one second delay. So, yeah. Hey, he's funny. Give him hell out there, Scotty. He's not a bad guy. He's a good old timer. Yeah, he's a legend. Lafonso might be in that. Never mind. It's too much. <laughs> 
Can uh, you dump that just to be safe? Yeah, and five, I want the whole public four, to hear that. Three, two, two, one. And we're back. Okay. So I asked you guys before we went to break. Heard some stuff that maybe the Cavs are looking to trade Donovan Mitchell. It's not going exactly the way we thought. East is kind of shaken out and shaken up to where the Cavs aren't necessarily championship contenders as we thought they would be. They still got the all-star guard and Garland. Maybe they got too many two all you know, too many all-star guards. Would Donovan Mitchell yeah, make any sense here? Let me give you an idea here, okay? I'm listening. Michael Porter Jr. Christian Brown and a first and a couple second round picks for Donovan Mitchell. And that's that's it. That's the deal. Christian Brown, Michael Porter Jr., two first-round picks, two second-round picks. Or the tweak would be you keep Christian Brown, but you got to give up Strother or a combination of, you know, Peyton Watson and some other young player. If there's a way you can do it without getting rid of Michael Porter Jr., that'd be sweet. No, there's not. Okay. There's not. Impossible. I think not only is there not, but then he takes that role. And then when Jamal's out, he takes Jamal's role. And one of these other, like Strother, takes Michael Porter Jr.'s role. Or or Peyton Watson, which the role is different because the skill set's different. But, I mean, if you can add, if you can add Donovan Mitchell by only giving up Michael Porter Jr. and one of these young guys that you probably have one too many of, well, and you're adding another Dude, one of. They were talking about this ain't Jamal Murray floating around and some night's gonna get you thirty and some night's gonna get you twelve. Donovan Mitchell gets twenty-seven every single night. He gets twenty-seven every single night, and here he'd get twenty-four every single night. Every night he'd get twenty-four, twenty-five. Every night. Not hoping Michael Porter Jr. hits over sixteen and a half points or twenty-two and a half total points and rebounds combo. You lose that bet? Yes. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm just like, oh, well, you're giving up that length. Uh, he ain't no defensive stalwart. He gets you eight boards a night, I guess, Michael Porter Jr., but some nights that's all he's getting you. And they ain't dirty work boards. He's seven-footer boards. Mitchell just had a 22-point, 13-assist game just two nights And he's uh, not a big assist ago. guy. There's nights where he goes just three, four assists. Well, and what but I've he always can do that as well. Thank you for mentioning that. What I've always said about Jamal that that kind of bothered me was I never thought he was a true point guard. Um, but I do think he's as close to being a point guard as as he's ever been in his life. And so if you got Jamal at the one, and you got Mitchell and at you the two, could switch those two guys. And you got Mitchell at the two, then no doubt about it. You still can keep. And Donovan Mitchell is not, I wouldn't call him a, like a great defender, but he'll put the dirty work in and, you know, move his feet and do the things that it'll take to play Jamal Murray and and Donovan Mitchell at one and two and feel completely okay with it and good about it and maybe even create something very special back there. Man, that's tough, though. You're getting rid of a lot of height to do that. Uh, that's Would it, you though. still keep KCP, right? Mr. Height, Mr. not Mr. heart and hustle. There. 
there's height there, but that's not heart and hustle there. But that would move KCP to your your small forward. Okay, sure. I mean, you. It there's feels small like forwards you get out small. there that are like six ten. It's just the height that you're giving up. Michael Porter Jr. doesn't play like a real power forward, and even like a small. He does play small, like small, like a small forward. He don't play power like a power forward. He's. It's just not who is. It's not what his game is about. And his, like I said, his seven or eight rebounds come from just kind of standing around, not getting in there and banging. He's not banging. You know what's crazy about um, Donovan Mitchell? He's six foot three, right? But he's got a six ten wingspan. That's true. <laughs> Interesting. Just read that. It's got to be true. It's on the internet here. Yeah, I'm in then. Believe that. So six, six ten. Alex, wingspan. what do you think on that one? Oh, I don't know. Because that's what we're talking about here. No one's talking about trading Jamal for for the guy. Let me ask you this. Would you trade Jamal Murray for Donovan Mitchell? And not, I mean, who? Okay, no, uh, wrong question. That's well. Let's all say no, 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 because who, time because Jokic loves time out, time him out, so time much. Out. Exactly. Who's a better player? Donovan Mitchell. Probably, Donovan Mitchell's probably been a, Mitchell. No, probably he's been to four or five All Star games. He's a bona fide perennial All Star who's having a Hall of Fame career. Jamal Murray can't even cook no egg. Can't cook no egg. Think of you. He's a girl up there <laughs> talking about routes. What do you he's think? He's a nice Canadian player. So, well, of course, no one would ever trade here in Denver the two players for each other. But let's keep it real. Are we keeping it real? Because I'm keeping it real. Yeah, I don't know real? how he'd fit on this team. I, I like his talent and everything. I just don't know how he'd, if he'd like mesh perfectly, like. Like KCP would or Bruce Brown. I would some say of these guys that come in here. The, the 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 Jazz won sixty games a couple times, fifty five games, three, four, five seasons in a row. Then why he, is Cleveland winning? They have he's all the kinds of, of good players. No, Evan Mobley, Mobley isn't what they thought he was. Jared Allen's Jared Allen's seven a stiff. For days. Dar- Darius Garland Darwin, don't know how to play. Can't Ricky play Rubio, with the other guy. Can't even cook no huevos. <laughs> so I can't even compete in the East with the, with these with all stars. Uh, it's not the right fit. But I know he took a Utah team from nothing to the best team in the West for three or four years, and he was the only Lost one. Could, he Jamal was the Murray guy the there. First round. Yeah, but he was the guy who made it all happen. He was doing there. that with YMCA. He Joe. was doing that with Boban, Joe Ingles, Clarkson's Rudy, horrible Rudy game, Gobert. and Gobert's yeah. uh, stiff. That's all. When you let, so basically, he just let loose, and what happened? He won with that quite a bit. He didn't have the horses to win at the next. Level oh, with you, it with the Jazz. Though. Do you think Donovan Mitchell would change his game play to kind of conform to a championship team? If he wants to win a championship, yes. He hasn't done that. He's made All Stars. He's made playoff runs with teams that we can say we're good or not or whatever. Yeah. But he hasn't won a championship. Like all these guys that he'd be joining, they know. Again, we're how not to win we're not trading for the body of work and like, well, he was the Jazz and the Cavs. Like we're not trading for the the baseball card. The, you know, we're not trading for the baseball. The, we're not trained for his, his his autograph on a card uh, pulled out of a pack, meaning like the value of the guy. Well, I don't like him. Pre- I'm talking about what, who and what he is right now and what he can do for this team while the window's open for the next three to four years. That's yeah, what you're kind of loaded about. at that position then. I feel like a guy like a backup big would be more important to the Nuggets than, than Donovan Mitchell. Um, you don't really have yeah. too many forwards. Wrong. I mean, <laughs> like, like if, if Zeke's your, your backup center, I'd like to upgrade there. Stars and what star and star power wins championships. Look how the Rams, what they did to win that championship a couple years ago, the pieces they added. Look what the 49ers have currently done right now, adding star after star after star talent. They got to fit. You can't just add stars because then you got um, 
you know, in the wrong situation, Vic and um, Donovan McNabb on the same team. And, you know, you're thinking that the Eagles, that's what they call them, the greatest. Uh, or Tom, the, what were they calling yeah, that Eagles the team? dream team or something? Yeah, the dream team, something like that. So it's got to work <laughs> in cohesion. Team but it's all about, awesome sta- bro, it's all about stacking talent. It's not about stacking backups and, and, and depth, not to win championships. We're talking about winning championships. Well, we're winning championships now, guys. It's we're an eight not man run. It's trying a- to get somewhere. We're here. You want to have the best eight guys? We're here. You know what I mean? It's not like how do we get there and the depth and this and that. No, no, we got the recipe. We're here. It tastes good. We're made success. We're franchising out with this recipe. Okay. How do we take it to the next level? level? Oh, we already did that one. Hey, what did the Bucks do, my friend Alex? I mean, they had a nice piece. Drew Holiday, freaking sweet player. They had a beautiful thing going. Middleton, she's, you know, why would she, he doesn't get enough shots. Well, why would we bring Damon and shake all that up? Why? Because they want to win another championship. And they can't with running it back the way it's currently constructed. If you're Jamal Murray and you and you think, I don't want to wait to find out if we can or we can't. I just want to can with Mitchell if we can't. Do you look at the positives of adding Mitchell? Like, dang, I might actually get more shots. I might actually get more open. Because now they got to focus on this guy who can get 27 a night. I can get 27 a night, too. I just get about 18 to 20. Let's go to break. I like this where we're going. Maybe we can finish it up on the other side. But, I mean, Becker's right. You don't, you know, you don't need seven. But we're seven, not breaking up a good you don't need No, but you don't need well, seven just, shooting guards. We're adding. guys from like six foot three to six foot six. We don't, got a tw- not a, we don't got a ton of guys who average 27 a night and have been to four all-stars, five all-stars. We don't have none of those guys. But what if, what if you're going against the big? What if you're playing Minnesota and you need height and you need length? Uh, you don't need that because Case Carl uh, Anthony Towns plays very small, and you need someone who can match up to Aunt Edwards, and Jamal can't. Donovan can. Oh, 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 oh yes, let's do this. I am. No, I'm just kidding. Let's go to break. Uh, Danny Jeff Knox is my life sport. So you better hear me out, this much you owe me I gave up my life for you, totally devoted to you I've stayed thankful all the way This is how get repaid Look at how I dress, baggy sweats Go to work a mess, always in a rush to get back to Probably is the best. Uh, Kiss is pretty sweet. Uh, all those other songs kind of weird. This probably is best. Doves cry. Dream if you will. Raspberry beret. Little red Corvette. Not very good. Overrated. I don't get it. I can't really dance to it. It's like where do you? You can't really dance. I can't to vibe to Prince. I got no vibe to Prince whatsoever. You like the Neverland Ranch guy? You're just being a mean. <laughs> I'll take the guy that can play all the instruments. You can take the guy that can. But come on, why you don't? Gotta, the, I'm telling you, I appreciate Prince, and I understand. No, you're it. not. You're saying He's I can't icon. dance. This ain't I it. I can't. This, this is, is it. This, song. Turn it up. this is it. This is it. I got a lot of moves to this one. But what do you think Terry was getting down to back in the day? Was he getting down to Prince, or was he getting down to MJ? I say probably. Or was he getting Ronnie, down to like, Ricky, Rick, Bobby, yeah, and Mike? Right, I'd okay. say. All right. Let's see what, what about Chuck Nasty? What I'd Chuck say he's Nasty? probably getting down to Tony, Tony, Tony and Tony. Tony. Yeah. 
town, town, town. I think he was getting down to Bell, Biv, and DeVoe. Yeah. A, B, C, B, B, D, B, B, D, <laughs> and East Coast family. Uh, what else? Uh, he has COVID. Everyone has COVID right now. Everyone. I mean, like, you Must- don't got COVID. Gonna ram some yeah. stuff through legislation quick here. COVID. Before the big election year comes. So, you're out on Mitchell. And real quick. I, I like him. I Why? just don't know if it would it would be a perfect fit, like, right away. It'd be a big gamble, I feel like. Okay. But and he's a great player. He's a tradable asset, though, too. You, I mean, in theory, yeah, I guess you could trade him. You know, and, doesn't work. Did you... Before February deadline or something he's like super that. Super valuable. He's he's under. He's just he's in his twenties still. Um, to me, he'd more be more valuable than having three, four, five first round picks. Is he more That's of a, the guy we drafted and then traded on draft night? Bingo. Interesting. Go, go bear as well. Go bear as well. Well, who'd you get that night at Donovan Mitchell night? Uh, uh, Gary Harris, or they they got Utah's pick right, and then they took Gary, Gary Harris Harry. with it. Yeah. Really? Or was I think that so. was that? I, think I thought it right. was. I think you're right. Yeah, I was. Believe in it. If you believe it in your heart, how can you be wrong? Absolutely. Um, okay. That is the one, though, where everyone used to say that. Like, if we wouldn't have traded the right, you know, we would have had Donovan Mitchell if we didn't trade him. And I was like, well, you kind of traded the right. It was an agreed so. to trade before they even drafted him. Like, they, they knew Utah wanted him, so they drafted him for Utah. So it's not like they traded him or drafted him and then traded him. Right. They was- drafted him for Utah. Mm-hmm. I, he has literally the exact same contract as Michael Porter Jr. You could just trade him straight up. Straight up. Beat it, man. Straight up. Pay him his monies. Pay him. Pay him. Pay that man his money. <laughs> <laughs> he beat me. Just like a young man coming in for a quickie, I felt so unsatisfied. <laughs> Um, what's tonight, Alex? What do we got coming up? Coming up, uh, Abs Blackhawks. You guys tuning in for that one? You said Blackhawks. Well, yeah, Bedard, the number one pick. You know, like so NHL is, is gets West Frame tuning into that one. Oh, Wesley, will be my, he might be there. Even if it's in Chicago, he might be there. Dang, my guy Wes is, is Bernard, Bernard, Bernard or Bernard? Yeah, Connor Bernard. Bernard. He's the truth, right? Oh yeah, he's silky. What about his mom? <laughs> what's up with that? What's up with his mom? Being serious? I'm just, I mean, Hot I know, rumor. but why don't you tell the Hot people? Hot rumor. Why don't you tell the rumor? Uh, Corey Perry, you know, long, long-time NHLer, was rumored to be sleeping with Bedard's wife. Just a rumor. No, uh, no, no, no. Bedard's mom. Bedard's mom. Sorry, I got that mixed up. Bedard's yeah. dad's then, wife. Yes. And then like a day or two later, he literally got released from the team. And they <clears throat> put out a statement saying, the yeah, moms were like it was a mom's sort of... like weekend. Like the moms went in the road for like a couple, like a trip or something. And he was having sex with the moms. Well, and he's like, got... and he's a teammate, but but he's like an old yeah. guy on the team. Yeah, that's right. And, and like she's the mom of the youngest 30s. player. Yeah. It's the same thing as what Bombay was doing with Charlie's mom. Right. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, we all what act is like Charlie. You know, Mrs. Conway's fine. You know, Mrs. Conway. Charlie's okay. like, you're not my dad, Gordon. <laughs> Just because you're having sex with my mom doesn't mean, hey, you're my coach, doesn't mean I'm going to call you dad. Hey, what was that quacking noise you and mom were making in the room last night? (laughs) Uh, Oh, the flying V. Uh, Oh. (laughs)
Back on. Oh, uh, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. I'll never forget Good night. today. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Uh, I invented sweat. Copping bottles, putting supermodels in the cab. Proof. I guess I got my 